Hey, and welcome to another episode of Bold and Unique Living with Katrina Loco. I am glad that you all joined us today. I'm excited to be here. We have some just great things going on. We are still in this series the countdown begins. And yes, although most people think that's in reference to us moving from 2020 to 2021, and that's sort of kind of what we're thinking, but it's also the main focus is the countdown to you being who you were called to be, you finding your identity. Bold and Unique Living is all about you living a life that you were created to live and not live in a life that everyone has told you you should live. I have guests on here every Sunday. We air at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time all over the world. We talk to people all over the world and we're excited to give you something that'll help you take your life from just surviving and start living abundantly. Today I have with me a very, very special guest. She is on fire. She is a woman of God. She knows who she is and she knows who she is. And she's a mom, a wife, a business owner. She is everything that she was created to be. She does not portray herself to be perfect, but when she does be imperfect, she turns it all around and she knows who she can count on. So I want you guys to help me welcome Miss Kasha Broderick. Hey, Kasha. Hey there, Katrina. How you doing? Thank you so much for the wonderful introduction. And also, thank you just for the opportunity to be able to join and connect with you and your audience. Oh, I'm just excited. Kasha has been on the television talk show several times on the television network, and I just had to have her over here on the podcast. You know, Kasha, a lot of people say, well, you had had her on the television talk show. So why would you need to bring over here? Sometimes there's a totally different audience on both platforms, although there's people that follow us on both, but then there's people that watch and then there's people that just listen. So I want to make sure that I am giving people the benefit of all of what my uh, guests have to offer because I know it's been beneficial to me and I know it will be beneficial to them as well. So what have you been up to, Miss Kasha, the last week or so? Oh my gosh. Well, it's been really just a time of just like resting and reflecting, um, really. Um, just kind of pumping the brakes to um, take some time to refresh because I think a lot of times we could get busy, you know, just doing life, day-to-day activities, responsibilities, um, chores, whatever, you name it, and not really allowing yourself a time to just relax. So in this, even though it's a holiday season, I have found moments and periods and points to allow myself to relax. And in that relaxing, you can be refreshed. And then you can also hear from the Lord because you're not too busy doing something. So that's really what's been going on uh, in my neck of the woods. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, that's a lot. I mean, it's a lot, whether you know it or not, sometimes being silent. I know for me, sometimes being silent is the hardest thing to do because I'm a talker and I just want to talk. And so (laughs) I know sometimes that can be 
hard as well. And, and you have a, a, a son that requires a lot of attention. And you have three children, but, and they all require attention. You have a teenager and then you have a grown woman that graduated this past yeah. year. So how is that working out? Because you really have three generations in your home now that I think about it. Yeah. You know what? Everybody is pretty much busy doing their thing. So yes, um, with the oldest, she's 18. And so she is pretty much busy herself uh, between working and school. Her days, Monday through Friday, are literally just consumed with those two activities. So it doesn't really leave much room for, for much else outside of sleeping, studying, eating, and commuting. That's all. And then there's a 14-year-old um, that's uh, a freshman in high school. So she is doing her thing in school and has some activities or an activity that she's a part of. So that keeps her busy. Then, of course, we have the little person, the littlest of the of them all, and he's five. So yes, you're right. He can be super busy, uh, but the good thing is he attends preschool, and that helps him exert some of that five-year-old energy out. And then when he comes home, we um, all kind of take turns working with him um, to, you know, do homework and interact with him and keep him busy. And then, amen. Before you know it, it's what we call bedtime. And at bedtime, we all shout because <laughs> that's when the little people have to be shut down. And then you can have that moment to say, oh, thank you, Lord. That was great. So just being able to help everyone find their balance and, you know, find their flow um, definitely helps me. And with the older ones being older, they can kind of manage themselves. They don't really need me to manage them per se. So that kind of alleviates um, some of the pressures, if you will, of things that I have to do. So that's how that works. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, just listening to you, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's busy to me. When you're talking about yeah. my, kids are, my kids are 32 and 31. And then I have a 10-year-old grandson and a three-year-old grandson. And I think, oh my God, I don't even know how my daughter does it sometimes because she's got <laughs> age groups there. And so I just pray for her and keep it moving. <laughs> keep it moving. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So we want to um, just talk to our audience for a moment. Kasha, everything that we do here at Bold and Unique Living is about. Uh, discovering who you are. Now, I'll share a little bit about some for our audience that don't know. Um, me, the reason why this show is so precious and dear to me, the talk show, the television talk show in this podcast is because there was a time in my life where I had came to the end of myself trying to realize what is the things that I like to do? Do I like them because it's something I like or was I told I like them? Um, the color, even my favorite colors, where I like to go, my favorite spots. Cause you know, sometimes as parents, we're told, uh, as we have parents before we are grown, we're told, eat that, uh, you have to eat it, but do we necessarily like it? So did I even like the foods that I thought that I liked? So I just came into a moment where I was questioning everything about my life. And really, mm -hmm. everybody does have to come to that point because as parents, we do kind of orchestrate what our kids think and where they go. And then eventually they do have to find out for themselves. But we do right. know that we have a father in heaven who tailor makes us. 
who mm-hmm. says, okay, mm-hmm. your mom may say you like orange, but that's really not what you're supposed to like. Or your dad may say you're going to college to be a doctor, but really that's not what I have for you. This is where I want you to be. And so navigating through all that, and, and that's tiresome enough, but navigating through all of that can sometimes be mentally challenging for us because we're fighting against ourselves, trying mm-hmm. to please others, trying to figure it all out. But there was that time where I just had to say, no, I don't want to be all the things that I was told that I should be. I don't want to mm-hmm. be things that I believe I should be. I really just want to become the woman that I was created to become. What was my purpose? What was my destiny? Where am I supposed to go? Those are the things I want to do because those are the things that bought me peace and bought me calmness of spirit and mental balance. Um, Everything else was just really chaotic. And that's how you don't discover or know who you are or where you're supposed to be. It's just chaotic. So with here today, I want you to share with the audience how you navigated through that, uh, where you are now and where you are trying to go. Absolutely. So I love what you said, because, you know, I think a lot of people do find themselves in that predicament. For me, it was a little bit different. Right. So um, I remember being in high school. I'm not exactly sure which grade or what grade I was in, but I remember walking home from school one day um, at the time, of course, when we were in Texas. Right. Um, so I remember going, walking home and I was thinking, man, I sure don't have a lot of friends. Like I know a lot of people, but I don't have a lot of friends. And I was actually okay with that because I recognized even then that I was so, as your show, unique. And I was different um, because I had gotten saved or given my life to the Lord at the age of 13. So by the time high school came, you know, I was already geared toward my focus and lots of things that I did, they were going to be pleasing to the Lord, period, for as much as I could, right? No one's perfect. Um, so that I did discover that it, I, I was okay with walking home by myself. I was okay that I knew all these people, but I didn't necessarily hang out with them and do the things that they did. And then fast forward, when I was first in college, uh, my mom was directing me to, you know, be a nurse, be a nurse, be a nurse. And so I was just like, okay, because again, she told me to do that. But one thing Kasha discovered when she was sitting up in that biology class, she said to herself, herself said, "Mm." myself said, we don't like biology, do we? We don't even like science. And I answered myself and said, no, we don't. So I said, why are we here? (laughs) And so, you know, through that discovery of trying to search out, you know, what do I want to do? What do I want to be? I always knew I wanted to do something as funny as it may sound that would allow me to dress up and and look cute, so to speak. And Mm -hmm. I knew that if I was a nurse, that was not happening, right? Because you have to wear scrubs and generally it's the same color. You know, you may have a selection, a rolling seven that you can change out in, but you know, you're not going to have on these cute shoes. You're not going to be sitting in any meetings per se and conducting and doing things. So I knew I wanted to do something that would allow me to lead. And like you, I knew I like to talk. So I wanted to do something that would allow me to talk to people and help people and things like that. So once I came to the knowledge 
and and the true understanding that I didn't want to go the medical direction. I wanted to go a different direction. It was a lot more peace. And by the way, it was $30,000 cheaper (laughs) to figure out. And and so it's it's great to be able to solidify what you're going to do way ahead of time, because not only will it save you time, but it'll save you money. It'll save you energy. You don't have to stress. And then you're not working at something that, you know, you're not really, really per se called to do or that you desire to do. So the way you do that is be able to press into the Lord ASAP to say, what is your good, perfect, acceptable will for my life? Since you've already decreed my end from the beginning, where am I going and what's the process to get me there? And he will lead you and guide you through that process just by uh, assuring you and showing you and bringing things back to your remembrance about which direction you should go in. So let's fast forward today. So today, um, I thank God for you know where I am and what we have to realize is that wherever we are, it's not always a, a long time. It could be seasonal, it could be temporary, or it could be many, many years of doing something. But that may not be everything that you'll do. It may not be the end all be all. So we always have to be open and flexible to uh, what God has in mind for us. When you and I were speaking earlier today, Katrina, we tapped into, you know, where are we going 2021? What are we going to do? And what are we looking forward to? And we always set goals and accomplish those goals, you know, by the help of the Lord, of course. So this is not something that um, is new and it's not cliche for us. And we don't do it just, you know, first day of the year. This is an everyday process that we're asking the Lord to, you know, help us and better us and perfect us. We're always asking him to, you know, heal our soul. And if you know what the soul is, it's made up of three parts, the mind, the will, and the emotions. And the more that you are healed in your mind, your will, and your emotions, the better you you can be. So let me say that again. So the more that you're healed in your mind, your will, and your emotions, the better you, you can be. Mm -hmm. And so we have to really, really understand what the formula and the breakdown of this process is so that we can become a better us each and every day. Prime example, it was something that happened a couple of days back. um, And it just, it was as if the Lord was just like, aha, did you see that? Did you notice your response to this situation? Because if this same situation would have happened to you, say, five years ago, six years ago, 10, seven, whatever the number, you would have responded differently. As a matter of fact, it probably would have broke down and you would have been crying and you would have been depressed and going through the prayer line over and over again, calling them, emailing them in your prayer request. But did you notice how you didn't even respond to that? You had no emotional tie to the situation that happened to you that you would have responded out of your emotions um, toward this event that happened. And I had to take a step back and go, oh, my goodness, I didn't respond. I didn't feel anything negatively. And I, I could think back in the past and go, you know what, if a situation would have happened to me like this some time ago, I probably would have just been like so undone, feelings hurt and just so sad. But I noticed that I didn't respond that way. I noticed that I have grown in that area. And so you're asking, well, how did you grow? Well, first I had to get healed. So first I had to go back to the Lord and go, okay, 
every place in me that's in common with the enemy, I need you to heal it so that I'm not thinking about past situations and circumstances that, you know, broke my heart, disappointed me, made me feel rejected, made me feel abandoned. Um, or somebody said something about me and, uh, you know, trying to bad mouth me or hurt me in some kind of way or, you know, life just happening and causing me all kind of pain, um, be it physical, mental, emotional, social, relational, etc. So, I had to ask him to heal those things that I was aware of and even heal those things that I was not aware of that could have caused me any pain or any trauma. Because normally what happens is when we get traumatized, then we start acting out of that trauma. We start you know, acting and making decisions and choices out of a wounded soul. But when you're healing your soul, you don't make bad choices and make bad decisions based on hurt emotions, hurt feelings, um, you know, things of that nature. You're making better choices and decisions. So that right there was a revelation to let me know. I'm so grateful for what 2020 showed me. If it showed me nothing else but that, then it showed me a lot. It showed me that pressing into the father certainly helped me. It showed me that. I really have grown and applying his word really does work and staying in prayer and asking him to reveal those deep and hidden things that I may or may not know or be aware of so that I can address those because some things we don't address. We assume they're taken care of. And that's not always the case. Some things we, we may have somewhat addressed, but not all the way. We could have partially addressed them, but not fully. So if we have to fully take care of something, we want to do that because we don't want anything incomplete. Nobody wants to eat a half done cake. We want a cake that is baked to perfection, moist and good. And so that's the same thing that we want with the Lord working in our life. We want him to do the complete work. We want to allow him to do that by being transparent with him because guess what? He already knows. And the more that we come into the knowledge and to the truth of the power that he has to impact our lives, again, the better we can be a better us, if you will. So that's the little revelation um, that I got. And I just thought that was so profound. We have to assess you know, who we are and where we are. And then we look at where we want to be. And then we make conscious efforts to get there, of course, with the assistance of the Holy Spirit and um, just leaning and relying on him to just show us and reveal us. We don't have to go through this massive, you know, <laughs> uh, right. uh, discovery. We just really allow him to do the work. And as he points out things for us to address, we address them and we keep going. And then we apply the resurrected shed blood to our souls. And then we keep it moving. Woo. You said a mouthful, a mouthful, a mouthful. Yes. But I want to go back to um, one section you was talking about, you know, our souls being wounded and we're living life out of that. Um, and, and that is so true because yeah. sometimes it's hard for us to trust each other because we've been hurt in that area before. Sometimes it's hard for us to go do certain things because we've been hurt for that. So when you're talking about living life out of your soul wounds and all the wounds mm -hmm. from the past, um, you're talking about something serious because that is one of the main reasons why we can't discover 
who we are and we can't move forward in becoming that person because we're so busy being fearful of what the old person allowed to wound their soul. And so with that being said, we have to have to really break out of uh, being so wounded and being so hurt. And it's like you said, we have to get that healing. I know a lot of people say you you cannot live in the past and, and we can't live in the past and we shouldn't live in the past, but we do have to deal with those key important components that wounded us from our past in order to move forward. Because if we don't face what's wounded us in the past, we will never move past it. It will always be a trigger and we will never successfully blend in or transform over or transcend over to the person that God really created us to be. And therefore what he had planned for us to do will not get accomplished until we tackle those things that wounded us. Absolutely. I mean, you're so right. And a lot of people are blind to the fact that when you are wounded, you are actually being controlled by the enemy. He has a foothold in your life and they're so unaware of that. And as well, you would be right, because that's how the enemy is. He's sneaky. He's cunning. He's not going to make it obvious that he's got you. Um, You're going to have to recognize what's really going on and then be able to deal with, as Bishop Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams would say, the enemy behind the scene. And so, again, when we recognize that, okay, there's some triggers there. I'm still, I'm res- I responded in this way and it didn't, it's not quite what I was thinking it would be. So we would need to go to the Lord and go, okay, Lord, you know, again, reveal what this is. And again, if you look at every choice and decision that you make, you're going to make them out of your soul, whether you know it, accept it, believe it, or think it's possible. That's really what it is. And again, You want your soul to be healed so that the choices and decisions that you make come from a healed soul versus a wounded soul. And um, again, it's a process that the Lord takes you through. I think the best way to get educated on the process, of course, would be uh, the young lady that I began to listen to some time ago, Katie Sousa has awesome teachings on the soul. And again, the second process will be pressing into the Lord going, okay, Lord, I recognize this is going on. Now show me what I need to do to address this issue because it's as simple as asking, you know, him how to handle something that, you know, may be controlling us or may uh, be affecting us in some way. Victory is possible. Um, The enemy, of course, wants you to believe that it's not um, and and wants you to be like kind of like learning like the stock market. Um, They want you to most people think it's intimidating, right, to learn it. But it's really not. If If you look at it as, well, if someone else learned it, I can learn it, too. And I can do it even better. Not even being arrogant, but being confident that you're able to have this. And it's the same thing with your soul. You're able to have a healed soul. You're able to live a victorious life. You're able to overcome those things that used to control you, suppress you, hurt you, depress you, oppress you. You're able to live without 
fear. You're able to live a victorious life. It's just that you must apply the principles of victor victorious living. And it's something that you have to do each and every day. It's a discipline that must be incorporated into your daily living in order for you to do this. It's a mindset change, right? Because it's taking in new principles, concepts, and ideals and embracing them um, so that you can you know, live and maintain that victorious life on this side of heaven. Ooh, girl, this has been good. And like all things, some things come to an end. So the show is winding down, but um, this has been so good. I'll, I'll have to have you back on and I'm gonna have to get you to commit now before all these listeners Absolutely. to come on back. <laughs> Absolutely. What a way to rustle me up. See? <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to have you back on because I always love it when you come on because I know that, that you're seasoned and I know your walk and I've, I've seen your growth and I've seen things about you. It's something, it is something to say when I had most of the people that I have on here, I've done an event with them or I've done some type of life with them. And right. in saying that I've watched their growth and I know that they have some good stuff that I love for my audience to get a hold of. I would love for them to glean just like I have gleaned from um, you guys. And I always want to welcome people that know what they're talking about. They have been there. They've walked the walk because other people need to see that because they're be some of these people are beginning to discover who right. they are and they want to know right. what it looks like from just everyday people, what that looks like. You know, we see people on social media say this and say that and not discounting that because that could be their truth. But we actually know that this is true. We actually know that um, I actually know that the individuals I bring on here have perfected what they what they're talking about and what they're telling others to do. So it's just always an honor to have people who have done that walk the walk and just actually walking it out and doing it every right. day because it is hard to really just walk into who you were called to be. Um, on your own you cannot do this on your own and that's one thing I want my listeners and my viewers and my readers for the magazine to understand that you cannot do this alone and here at Bold and Unique Living with Katrina Loco if I don't have the answers I'm gonna bring someone on that does I'm gonna go looking for them because I don't want you living a life of darkness I don't want you living a life of being rocked to sleep I want you to know the right. truth. I believe if somebody's crying out, asking for the truth, then we ought to be able to give it to them, Kasha. Absolutely. I agree. Why not? I mean, if he's blessed us with this victory, it's not just for us, but it is for to actually it's really for others, right? The things that we've experienced and gone through is to encourage someone else with the encouragement we received. Because at one point we weren't, you know, obviously where we are today, we were in a different position, but there was someone there, several someones to, you know, help us, encourage us, believe in us, speak into us, pray over us. And they did all these things, uplift us. And there's still people um, even where we are today that still pour into us and encourage us and inspire us and love on us and all of that. So yes, we are made for someone else's benefit um, to benefit from the things that we've been through and experienced and to help them in their spiritual growth as well. You're absolutely right. Wow. 
Yeah. So what are you, what are you working on now? I know you have um, a ministry and I know you have a business ideas and different things that you're trying to get out into the market and things that you want to present to people. So what are you, is there something immediately that you're working on now that you need our listeners to know? So the most important thing that I'm working on, and it has been a work, uh, I thought it was going to be quick, but it's not, it's not about that, but it is a book um, that uh, I have been putting together uh, for quite some time. And it's called the whole me experiencing my best life. And the process, the just of the book would be that it's about how to live, you know, victorious in the area of relationships mainly uh, romantic uh, relation, relationships or relationships that are, would lead to marriage um, and just a, a compilations of the things that I've learned and experiences that I've had that have impacted me in my life and lessons that I've learned from the Lord that he's taught me that um, will be helpful to women but of course, men as well, but mainly targeting the audience of women. But again, men could apply the same principles and uh, be blessed and prosper uh, from the precepts and principles and concepts that are in this book. So I'm looking forward to uh, resuming that and completing that and getting it out into the hands of women or people, period, everywhere, uh, very, very soon. So that is my latest project that I'm working feverishly <laughs> to complete. Wow. Well, I'm a, I am just excited that you did come on um, the show. And I'm just like, wow, you always have some good stuff. You always have some encouraging stuff. I just want to talk to um, the listeners Moving forward this week, we know that we're coming to the end of the year, but we know it's really not. If you really look at it deeper than what we see, it's not about an end of the year. It's about life every day, no matter who says it's an end of a year or who says it's the beginning of a new year. It's about living life every day. I want to challenge you this week to really dig deep into every thought pattern that you have. I want you to dig deep into every pattern, life pattern in general that you have and look at the areas of your life that's been very prosperous and look at the areas that has not been so prosperous and ask yourself, is there something that you need to shift and change and reflect more on? Is there things that you need to let go of? Is there something that you're not doing to accomplish things in a different way? Now, we know life happens and it's not always going to be roses and and chocolate drops and champagne or whatever. It's not. But when those challenges happen, like Kasha said, because you know who you are and know whose you are, you'll be able to deal with them and you can have peace in doing that. So I want you to discover new things about yourself this week. And we always are trying to discover things about other people. And that's good to a point about our kids, our spouses or whatever. But I want you to focus on you. When we begin to focus on ourselves, discovering who we are, all that other stuff falls in place. It absolutely Mm -hmm. falls in place. So I want you to take a look at every area of your life this week and ask yourself, what are the things that I need to enhance? What are the things I need to let go? Where are my challenges? And be honest with yourself. You don't have to be honest with us. 
be honest with yourself first. And then that will Uh allow you to be honest with everyone else. I want you to know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are created, but with hands that is incapable of making a mistake. So your life and who you are to become is not a mistake. There's nothing about you that is a mistake. You are flawless in every way. You are perfect. I want you to know that you are bold and unique. And I want you to walk in that. I want you to rip off every label placed on you by others, especially the ones that you have placed on yourself. We want you to walk in victory. We want you to walk in love and we want you to see the end. And when I mean the end, I mean the end of who you thought you were walking into the beginning of who you were called to be. Until next time, live a bold and unique lifestyle. We love you.